My name is Aya. I guess the artist for these Belgian Belgian kids. You guys haven't been here before. Um, these flash spaces are hosted by me. I'm Ao, the artist behind Skeleton Crew, and we just love to talk to independent artists, artists who are working on generative or PFP projects. Um, and the goal here is that we do something really short and simple, about 15 to 20 minutes long, so that it doesn't take up too much of your day. But you get a sense of who the artist is behind these projects, um, some of their process, inspiration, and um, other kinds of, I guess, feedback and uh, questions that we can even ask them at the end. So the way this will work is we'll have the artist and our um, the the team kind of introduce themselves, and we'll I'll kind of walk through their process. And at the end, we'll leave it some time for maybe two to three questions. Um, so if as you are listening in, if you want, think of any questions that you'd like to bring up, that's a great time to bring it up at the end. So yeah, I think we have quite a few people here. So we'll just go ahead and get started. Um, I guess, uh, Soy, do you want to start and as the RustBots handle and kind of talk about what is this project? Um, a brief description for us. Uh, yeah, so I can give a little bit of information on the project itself. So uh, our project is split between uh, two different jobs, basically. So we have um, half of our project or part of our project, which is a generative collection um, comprised of five different body types, each with their own individual variations. And then we have 15 one of ones, um, which we're also going to be auctioning off, which will actually come with a physical version of the NFT. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's just a little bit about ourselves. Um, the artistic process is mostly handled by our main 3D artist, Sam. So uh, he could probably give you a little bit more insight on, on that part. Awesome. I think I might have lost Sam. I'm going to invite you to speak one more time, Sam. Sam, it's awesome to hear from you. You're the artist, main artist behind RustBots. Is that correct? Yep. Awesome. Um, do you mind doing a little bit of intro about like, Mm, your background, like how long you've been doing this kind of work, um, I, I guess artistic work, and uh, yeah, I guess we would love to hear from from you. Uh, sure. Uh, so I've started uh, design uh, with web design, and then 3D was always like a hobby, a background thing, until uh, Soy found me on Upwork, and he's like, hey, I want to do an NFT collection, and I'm like, well, I might give it a try. And yeah, the rest was like, what's happening now? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And so for your 3D work, I guess, what kind of software are you doing this in? Are you doing it in Blender, Cinema 4D? Like what, what does that kind of look like, your tooling? Yeah, we make everything in Blender, animations. Uh, we do 2D animations in After Effects, and we finalize everything in uh, Photoshop. Got it. So, yeah, so you're taking across three different pieces of software. So that's actually a lot of software proficiency in order to produce one 
rust spot. Um, I'd actually love to get to know from either of you what the kind of decision is. Like, how are you deciding which, what are, what are the designs for the 15 one-of-one bots? Because I think the generative one, you know, we've seen lots of different generative bots, but, you know, we'd love to kind of know, like, that special second collection where you're having 15 one-of-ones. Like, how are you choosing what those designs look like? Yeah, so I can speak a little bit on this. Um, basically, we're for the 15 one-of-ones that we're going to create, we're going to do stuff that is completely outside of our generative collection. So um, we want to make them definitely special and stand out from the rest of the collection since they are one-of-ones. We don't want to carry over traits or reuse ideas. So they will be completely original uh, one-of-ones. But we also want to stay true to our Rustbot style. So they will be also 3D, very high-quality um more realistic materials but yeah um they're they're gonna be so i guess we're gonna follow the the same format that we've been doing with our rust spots in the generative collection um but there'll be different shapes and we'll have different traits but the styling will will kind of stay similar got it and these 15 one ones um for people who are just joining us now the Rustbots team is actually planning on making physical versions of that so what is that kind of look like are you talking like i mean surely you don't mean like eight feet rust eight feet tall rust bots like what what what's what is the physical <laughs> rust bot kind of like no so actually uh if you want i can go a little bit more into detail about the utility that the 15 has yeah so um those 15 the um the whole idea behind all of it is giving uh a physical basically utility to the nfts so we have the 15 one of ones that we're going to create and the utility of the 15 one of ones is that they're used as a digital key. So the physical versions aren't just like clay physical versions or 3D printed physical versions. They're, um, we're actually talking to different people in robotics and uh, different manufacturers at the moment to actually get working rust bots for the 15 uh, physical versions. So, I mean, it's not going to be a crazy robot that can go and cook for you but it will still be like a, a moving robot, for example. And to be able to have access to the, the physical version, you have to be the owner of the NFT. So we're going to be using basically an NFT verification system um, coded into the, ro the robot itself to be able to use it. Got it. So even um, without the verification system, the robot just won't turn on? Is that kind of like the thought process? Yeah, exactly. So you to be able to access and use the robot, you have to be the the holder of the NFT for that robot. Got it. And so you guys are going to, how tall are you kind of imagining? Like how big are these like physical um, ones? I was imagining something around, or well, not I was imagining, the, the what's it called? The To be accurate and, and to be honest about the, the size, we're not going to make something that's eight feet tall, like you said earlier. Um, so I was thinking around something around two feet tall would be a good, a good size for the, the physical version. So kind of like a toy robot. Oh my size. God. That's actually really big. Cause I was kind of imagining yeah. like something that sat on your desk, like a figurine. No. So that we, we have various options. It, it obviously depends on how the project ends up going. But, and also price varies a lot when, when it comes to size. 
but no we want to create something that's uh, a little bit more usable so definitely not something that's like eight inches or, or nine inches tall we, we definitely want to go for something a little bit bigger it, it doesn't necessarily have to be two feet but definitely something bigger than just a little desk yeah that's cool if i could just add in that's something later in the roadmap as well so it's really hard to pin yeah. down exact sizes but uh like it, I guess the plan is to be in that rough size, but first we're launching the generative and then we have the 15s and then hopefully by like quarter one of the next year, we'll be shipping these out and getting them prepared. So it's kind of a little further down the line to get the exact yeah. specifications yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, that's the, the plan for right now is to get after, after the collection launch is to finalize all the details for the physical versions. And then uh, like uh, Rug said, it would be... Uh, the shipping would be done in Q1 of 2022. Very cool. Yeah, production is definitely a further game, um, especially in the NFT yeah. space. So totally get it. Um, turning back to the actual generative parts, the little screens that you guys kind of feature for each Rust bot's face, right? I think that's actually genius because it kind of nails the perfect mm, cube mm -hmm. factor and I think pixel factor that people are, have been looking for and really enjoying in PFPs, but also still incorporating lots of great lighting, textures, 3D art, little details like um, post-its that say kick me. Like you can kind of incorporate all of that into one piece. I guess I'd love to kind of ask either either of you, I mean, Sam, especially since you guys, you, you're the one designing it, but like where... Um, are these faces different for each generative piece? Like what, what's the kind of like thinking behind the faces? So the idea uh, is that, you know, all the faces is like one uh, like operating system for the Rust bot. So they're like standardized, but we're focusing a lot uh, on the story behind a Rust bot for like the corporation that manufactures it uh, in the metaverse. So, like, for example, the Tony Rosbot, he's a heavy lifting machine manufactured by Paris manufac uh, Manufacturing Company. And his interfaces uh, will have the same face, different emotions and colors. But the UI on the screen will change depending on the, uh, the task the robot performs. So if it's construction, then it's construction plans. If it's like... Uh, mining, drilling, and stuff like that, then the UI displays the related um, information. Okay, that's really cool. So the kind of design is actually tied to the story behind where the RustBot is coming from, right? That's awesome. Yeah, and so we also have like different uh, talks with the team right now. Uh, we already have a team of four uh, designers which is awesome and I'm like super shocked that everything is happening so fast uh, but often we talk like what if the generative collection has like all the parts are rusty and then there's one new shiny part and the explanation for that is like well this is a very old bot who had a faulty part and now it's just be being replaced with a new one so it all like ties in that's incredible. I mean, that's so smart because one, I think seeing the story behind it is like a big part for why people often are, you know, attracted to their NFT, right? They feel like this kind of personal sense of, wow, like, I don't know, it, 
it was broken and it was fixed. Like I really relate to that or I feel like I can understand it. So there's that aspect to it. But also because your bots are kind of unique, the design, there's like lots of little parts, nuts and bolts and screws. And I see like different kinds of legs and wheels. So there's lots of different things that can have that one shiny piece so that it's pretty interesting and not too repetitive. So I think that's a great way to kind of introduce a level of flavor and lore and storytelling into your design. Um, I'd love to actually understand, you guys, you know, talked a little bit about that background of the factory and, um, you know, what kind of task it was doing. Do you guys want to do like a brief description of the lore that you guys have thought about um, and just kind of talk a little bit more about that? So the uh, lore that we're working on right now isn't completely finished. Um, we have plans actually in our roadmap to expand that lore and um, tie all five of our bodies together. Um, but each the concept behind all of it is that each one of the robot plays, uh, Rust bots plays a specific role within the Rust bots universe, right? For example, um, Tony is a construction heavy lifting bot. Angelica is a well-being bot, so takes care of different physical or emotional needs that you have. And then we have uh, Burr, which is a comedy bot. So it's each one has a story that is dependent on the function that they have within the Rustbots universe, and we're trying to tie all of them together at the moment with the expansion of our lore. That's incredible. That's really cool. I think... A lot of teams, I mean, even Skeleton crew, crew included, we didn't necessarily think about lore prior to launch because we were really focused on, you know, um, different attributes. But I think it's interesting for you to actually tie the attributes back to lore so that when people look at the metadata, they understand there's that kind of like an underlying thread about why Angelica might be different than Tony. Yeah, exactly. We wanted to create five different uh, body types with five different personalities. And like you said, it's it's a way to, to add some flavor and interest to the whole collection. Because, for example, like you can you you can relate more to the story for one of them than you can for the other one. So we wanted to incorporate basically the lore and the feeling into our design from the beginning. Got it. That's awesome. Um, it has been 17 minutes of this. So that's I think it's great because we've really packed a ton in. Um, I want to open up the floor for anyone who has a question. If you have a question that you'd like to direct to either Soy or Sam, um, you can just go ahead and request to speak. I think that's like the most efficient way. I think before I said to ask, put in a emoji, but I think that's actually not as easy for me to see. So yeah, if you want to go ahead, if you have any questions specifically about Rust bots and anything that um, we've talked about especially lore or their Gen 2 phases. I think now's a great time to bring that up. Um, for us, before uh, while I wait for people to kind of think about what they want to ask, I guess where where do you guys, what do you guys want people to do now that they've heard about you guys, if they like you, what, what is the next step you'd kind of like them to do? Is it go to your Discord? Is it, you know, I guess we'd love to hear that part. Uh yeah, so or actually, you can go ahead and uh, speak about it, Rick. Well, yeah, I figured that might be good good for me. So there's quite a few things coming with Rustbots. Actually, any minute now, we're going to be releasing a collab with a really cool project. I don't think it's been released because they're the ones releasing it, but maybe I'll spill a bit of alpha that we're doing a giveaway with uh, AI, Artificial Relevance, which is really cool. Right now, as we speak, we have a giveaway with Audius happening. 
and it's going to be open all week. So I'd go check out Audius. Um, I'd follow the page. I'd join the Discord. We also have a fan art contest going on right now. I know a lot of your following are are artists, so it's really cool to uh, if you come in and and join our fan art contest, you can maybe win an OG role, which has its own benefits. And so yeah, I would follow. I join the Discord. I'd follow our page and go check out those giveaways. I don't know if you have anything you want to say on that, Soiko. No, no, that's pretty good. Yeah, just basically we're trying to keep an active community in our Discord and stuff like that. Um, we definitely want to focus our community a lot, and uh, a big part of that effort is through our Discord. So that that would be a good next step. Awesome. And I'm looking at the audience uh, giveaway right now, and I think it already nails that kind of um, that kind of connection that you were mentioning between the practical like behind the scenes of the bot with the actual UI because it has like a speaker into the body of the bot and also has like the play and pause buttons. So it's just really like all one kind of very cohesive like bot. You understand what the audience bot is about, which is about music. So that's awesome. Um, I don't see anyone else requesting to speak. So I'm going to guess that we don't have any questions. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to actually call it a day here since it's been almost exactly 20 minutes. Um, so thank you everyone for joining our flash spaces. We're going to be trying to do more of these, um, as the weeks go on, um, especially talking to people who are artists, have backgrounds in art. Um, and so you know, you know, feel free to join us or recommend people who you feel like would be great to look at. Um, again, for RustBots, their handle is at RustBots, um, obviously. And we're also going to post their Discord link um, into our Discord for Skeleton Crew. If, you, if you're in our Discord to kind of see that and be able to follow them from there. So, yeah, I think we're going to call it a day. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having us on. Thank, thank you. you for having us all right friends have a good one enjoy your mondays bye all right bye everyone bye.